When I think of culture, passion, leadership, and an amazing brother in the city of Las Vegas, I think of Pastor Benny Perez, the man, the bishop. Come on, I love this leader right here. And he just celebrated 20 years of pastoring, church planning, faithful kingdom ministry, church LV, going and growing. And we got Pastor Benny on the podcast here right now. I wish we had a clap thing or something. Come on. <laughs> Man, it's so honored to be here. Thank you, Hayden. Yeah. I mean, when you asked me to come, uh, I said, absolutely, yeah. because one thing I love about you, and there's so many things to love, but you're a kingdom man. And so thank good. you for being that, mm. not just in the city, but just everywhere you go, man. Wow. I hear nothing but good things about you, and I'm See glad that. to be on Level Up with you today. Yeah. Yes, the Level Up Leadership Podcast. Uh, just really quick, um, if you're watching this or if you're uh, listening to this Consider hitting that subscribe button. Leave a comment, a review. We love to hear how the Lord is helping you level up in your leadership uh, in this season. And here's what I know. You're going to level up on this podcast here today. And I wanted to just talk with you, PB, mm -hmm. um, thinking about this uh, this idea of 20 years. This is our 20th episode, so I've, it's kind of strategic. For wow. our 20th episode, I wanted to reflect on 20 years yeah. of leadership. Yeah. Um, you know, pastoring mm -hmm. has so much leadership ingredients within it, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to starting a new church. Mm -hmm. uh, you and your wife together have led so faithfully uh, parents to BJ, yes, who recently preached at Church LV. Yes, so he's preaching now on the oh weekends too. I just saw and now he's the, the sword out. He is the youth director. Yeah, and yeah, he's preaching. Then I, there's Bella. Bella. And she uh, is an assistant with us. And then my youngest is Benaya, the 16, fashion guru, fashion guy, Benaya who, yeah. and uh, he's so he's doing so good. So, yeah, yeah, I got a I got a Benaya merch and yeah. his quality. You know? <laughs> yes, sir. So yes, sir. Proud, yes, sir. Proud dad. Absolutely. You know, and and here's one thing that we've God's blessed us in our church. I think yeah. that's great. Sure. But uh, the greatest blessing is that when your kids love Jesus, so good, and they love the local church. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, family is something that we are so proud of that all of our kids have decided right. to really make Jesus right the center of their life. And so for me, it's it's kind of surreal. I mean, your kids are young right now, but sure. give it a few years and you start seeing the fruit of your ministry and my ministry. First yeah. and foremost is my wife and my kids. Right. And so it's been it's been a really good, good season to see Man. what God has done. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's it's evident. And just to see them all flourishing in their own lanes. And I, I've even heard you say before, like, I don't push my calling on them. Mm -hmm. They got their own calling. Yes, sir. And it's creative and it's unique to them. And yes. you're helping bring it out and it's powerful. So. Yeah, because everybody has a calling, right? Right. Right. And so my calling is to, to, to preach, teach, church plant. Sure. Uh, the worst thing I could do is try and push my calling, like Good. you said, on my kids. Wow. So. We told our kids, you do what God's told you or called you to do. Great. And we're going to support that. So yeah. one is in the fashion. That's great. And my yeah. Bella girl, she's administrative and she started her own company. Wow. And then my son is a preacher, a teacher, and, and and we all it's coexist. Incredible. And it's incredible. It's, it's a wonderful time. That is the greatest thing that I can look back on my life and say, wow. my legacy is my kids. Yeah. First and foremost. Right. Right. And yeah. so I'm a, I'm a. I'm a very happy man, fulfilled man in Come that on. respect. Praise the Lord. Yes, sir. So 
how about this? Can we journey back to Seattle? Yes. Just for a, a moment. Can we just, <laughs> if this was like a movie, it's like, you know, timelines yes. flying back and take us into Seattle. Yeah. Growing, thriving mm-hmm. youth ministry. Yes. People from all around are coming to yeah. hear about Jesus. Benny yes. Perez has got the black goatee. Yes. <laughs> no, I mean, I yeah. just, I've followed it. I mean, I just, I've, at least I heard about it and wanted yeah. to like know about sure. what was happening there. Let's just stay there for a minute. What's God doing? What leadership lessons can we learn from that season? Yeah, that's a great thing. I think it's important for you to always look back in seasons of your life. Mm. And every season is for a reason. Come on. And what are you going to learn in that season? Sometimes it's seasons of growth. Yeah. Sometimes it's season of beginning, right? right? I was just beginning ministry. I had a supernatural encounter with Jesus in 1986 on a, on a beach in Southern California where I would say I heard, for me, the audible voice of God. And God said, it's time to come home. Wow. So I come from a backslidden state back into relationship with Jesus. Mm. Uh, I leave Cal State Fullerton um, my senior year, re-enroll at a, at a Christian university, finished my degree. And wow. in 1990, I went to a small church in Apple Valley, California, was there for two years, served my heart out. Yeah. And God called me then in 1992 uh, to, to Seattle, Washington. Now wow. you understand, I'm, I'm wow. from L.A. Wow. I like, like wow. Seattle, like really to a small town of 25,000 people with one one high, one street through it. It was State Street. Really? Yeah, so small. Um, it had one McDonald's and no Starbucks. You, we were in trouble, right? That's uh, right, for sure. Uh, but but what I learned there is God took me away from everything that I could rely on in the natural. I was single. My family and everybody lives in Southern California, and I literally went up to Seattle and only knew my senior pastor. Yep. And it was in those moments what I learned is true dependence on God. Yeah. And I remember feeling lonely, feeling like, wow, I, I can't just drive to see my mom and my dad or my brother and my sisters. And in that, I just found like that God separated me mm. for a time where I really needed to press into him. Right. Which meant this. I was praying more than I ever prayed before. Yeah. Dependent. I was fasting. I was seeking God. I, I would just like... I'm not married. I'm not going home to a wife or kids. And it was a season for me where I really said, okay, God, I'm going to press in to your presence because, Lord, I don't know this culture. I didn't grow up in this area. It's a hard area, they say. And so for that season, it started me on a real strong journey of increasing my prayer life, my dependence in the Word, how to hear the voice of God for myself. And in that season, I really dug deep internally. It's yeah. it's like, you know, when you build a skyscraper, you see this massive skyscraper, right? Sure. That's yeah. 70 stories, 80 stories. But what you don't see mm. is the foundation, foundation that is deep. And deep. the higher the building, the deeper the foundation needs to be, the stronger the foundation has to be. Wow. And my fear, if I could say it that way, my concern, yeah. I think for younger leadership is don't be so quick to want a massive ministry unless God has built a deep intimacy. That's so good. And that's what I learned. That's wow. what I learned in that in that in those Seattle times. Yeah. Hey, you used the word it was foundational. Yes. Because you were digging deep. Yes. Uh and it was through God dependence yes. that God was actually preparing you. Yes, 100%. You didn't know all that was 
going to come. You didn't even have Las Vegas at that moment. Mm-hmm. Church LV, all that. You mm-hmm. were focused on where you were, mm-hmm. where God called you, and just, I love how you said that, um, the presence. You know, you were, press, you were pressing into the presence. Pressing into the presence of God, yeah. right? Because right. <clears throat> right, in the presence of God. If we're not careful, we can become professional in what we do. Mm. So you could be so good at communicating right. that you really need to pray. Yeah. You could be so good at exegeting, you know, getting your commentaries and get a message. Right. But not be in the presence of God. I, I, yeah, I personally so think good. that being in the presence so of good. God, everything you preach should be an overflow. Yeah. Everything I'm studying should not just be for message, but be for my life. So in those early seasons, that's what I learned. And little did I know that I would teach young people to how to pray. And so 1992, 27 young people in this youth ministries in a church of maybe 300. Yeah. And uh, I just had young people started coming early in the morning, and I taught them how to pray. Wow. And we just begin to pray, and uh, and God began to move. And I did not know God was preparing me in this season. Yeah. And then I began to prepare young people by prayer, by the Word of God, by what we would know as discipleship, right? And discipling these guys, right? Spending time with them, right? Mm -hmm. And I did not know, but God had in his heart a revival that would touch the Pacific Northwest. And from 1992 to 1998, in a church of 300, in a town of 25,000, Marysville, Washington, there was an outpouring of the Holy Spirit, a move of God, some people may call it revival, and we went, Hayden, we went from 27 kids to at its peak, over 1,000 young people were coming. And they were coming on Wednesday wow. night and Thursday night every week. Incredible. Service would start at 7, and we would get out, wouldn't get out of there till 10 o'clock. It was so powerful that the news media in Seattle came out with their satellite trucks, and wow. they were broadcasting live from Marysville at this That's church. Insane. It was insane. <clears throat> That's insane. And I love, um, I love it. And Seattle Times, yeah, front page, just crazy stuff, right? Right. And here's the question that people always ask: Well, how did that happen? And we get so caught up in the how that happened that we forget who was behind it. The who? And it was God. It was Jesus. It was right. me spending time with him. Pressing into the presence. I wasn't doing that because I thought this huge revival was going to take place. I just know I needed him. Right. I needed God dependence. Right. Right. And out of that, right, this thing exploded on yeah. us. But that was a season of really digging deep. I love that. Man, that's so good. It kind of just makes me think of a moment I had uh, just a couple weeks ago. I was not expecting it, but um, I was asked about an hour before a sporting event to lead a chapel. And I'm on my way to the game, and I was just going to attend and be there to support. And um, one of the players was just like, hey, we'd like for you to actually lead the chapel tonight. Hmm. And what do I do while I'm on my way? I start thinking, okay, what did I preach last? <laughs> what uh, what have I done? What's worked in the past? What, <laughs> right. you know, that's, and I felt the Holy Spirit impress on me yeah. you didn't ask me once mm. you didn't you know you, you didn't just when, what you're saying is get, preach out of prayer yes out of the holy spirit's um leadership yes and so i said all right let me let me take a moment to just be still yes ask the lord if there's something he wants me to communicate yes <clears throat> excuse me and um i really sense in the time of listening the holy spirit impressed on my heart psalm 18 wow 
I hadn't been familiar with the psalm, but I just felt led to open it up. I just started reading through the psalm slowly, and then boom, a verse just was like, this is it right here. Hmm. Why do do I share that? Just what you're saying. We pressed into the presence, and God moved. Mm -hmm. And I can sense from that night, while I was communicating it, I'm so glad I didn't just rely on what I knew. Yes. But I, I trusted the Spirit's leadership. Yes. It was a fresh word. Yes. All right, hey, you meet your wife. In you Seattle. Go, you, <laughs> you, you, you go from Seattle. Yes. How do you get to Vegas? Uh, great question. So, honestly, my season was up there. We knew it. And um, I'm a big advocate of, of uh, being sent. Mm-hmm. I didn't. Where did you go? He just went somewhere. Right. So, um, me and my pastor had a conversation. He agreed that God was changing our season, and I left with a blessing from that church up in Marysville, Washington. Right. And uh, as a result of what God did in that church, um, God opened up a lot of opportunities to go and speak. So I was starting to speak at different places, wow. conferences, uh, youth conferences, churches. And so literally God birthed uh, what we know now as Benny Perez Ministries, and we started traveling the world. And it was an amazing season because all the stuff that we learned when we were in Marysville, and uh, we started just going to really help churches and and really have people encounter the, the goodness of God, the presence of God. And literally, our ministry, by the grace of God, went around the world. And it's amazing. Been Australia like 40-some times, New Zealand. Wow. Uh, been all over Europe, uh, been to so many different countries and it was so amazing right i'm like this is great yeah, right yeah. but seattle was tough to uh, travel from mm. so in a lot of prayer i felt like god was speaking to us to leave seattle and my wife of course has her family there she said absolutely not mm-hmm. so i just said you know what god you got to speak to my wife long story short i come home from a ministry trip and my wife picks me up and we start driving home and we start driving up this hill where our house was and and my wife wendy starts crying and I go, what's wrong? She goes, God spoke to me. We're supposed to leave Seattle. Wow. And so um, we went to prayer. And uh, we always had this affinity for Las Vegas. And I said, you know what, Wendy? I think we're supposed to go to Vegas. So uh, I prayed and fasted for three days. And I said, okay, let's go. Literally, I uh, got, go. got in a plane. My son was about one years old. So we left him there. And I don't know why, but I had this, like, I just put this blank check in my pocket. And we landed, and we started driving around Las Vegas. Really? And yeah, blank it was a check in the pocket. Black blank check in the pocket. I'm like, okay, so I have this black blank check. I don't know. If a lot of people are young watching this podcast. It's a check. It's like you write down on a. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I know you, Venmo. I know you, Zell, but it's okay. Yep. Um, so anyway, we land and we just get a rental car and we yeah. start driving around and it's it's like that. What lead. year? This was in 19. Excuse me. This was in 2001. Okay. 2001. And, um, and just like, you know, you've experienced this, it was like, I don't know, let's just start driving. And we felt kind of like led, right? Yeah. So we didn't go up north to Summerlin. We just left and we go, I don't know, let's go down here. And we jumped on the 215. By faith. I love and it. And just kind of like, we end up in Henderson up in Seven Hills. And this is crazy. I go, wow, Wendy, this feels like home. I don't, this is weird, right? Right. And so we drive around, and God on his truth is we go up into a development. And, I mean, Vegas is booming, so it's new track houses and stuff. And long story short, we walk in there, and the the, the guy's the sales guy's name was Guy, old guy. He goes, we don't have any homes available. 
and I said, hey, we just want to look at the model homes. Go ahead. And I'm like, wow. So we went and looked. Yeah. And so we saw a model home that we liked, and we we're walking out. And he goes, hey, what home did you like out of those three? Which model? Mm. And honestly, I'm not as nice as you sometimes. And I just yeah. said, it doesn't matter. There's no more homes available. And he goes, I'm right. so sorry. I was rude. He goes, just tell me what house you want. Okay, we want this model. Wow. Uh, with 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 the lot overlooking the Las Vegas Strip. Wow. We want. We just told him like like yeah. just gave it all in. He goes, you never believe this when you were in that house, the model, the exact yeah. house you described just fell through. Stop it. And he goes, do you want to go see it? Wow. And I said yes. Let's do it. We went up there. It was all framed out. We put hard hats on as soon as we put our feet. Really. At, on, on this on this piece of property, this Stop house, it. we started crying. Wow. And the Lord said, this is your home. This is your home. And he says, hey, but, you know, you need to put a deposit down. I said, I happen to have a check. This is too good. And I and I wrote that check as a deposit on that house right there in Seven Hills. Yeah. Riatini Court. And we knew, okay, God, you're, you're moving us here. But to, I could elongate the story, but I'll shorten it. Because what happened was is that we started traveling then full-time from Las Vegas. And the Lord spoke to us. And he said, in 2000 and uh, end of about the end of 2002, he said, um, "What I want you to do is what you're doing all over that I want you to do here." Good. Yeah. So we had our first gathering at our house, and it wasn't even a church plan in our mind, just a gathering. Yeah. And 27 people showed up, and out of that gathering, we ended up launching a church in the fall, September of 2003. Wow. And I would have never ever thought we'd have a church in Las Vegas. So that's the way the Lord led us. Right. And that's how we so came good. to Vegas in 2001. And then 2003, we launched. How about the number 27, right? 27 youth in the beginning at that first phase, 27 adults in this first meeting. I love that. God was doing something. And the crazy thing is my football jersey number was 27. Get out of here. So 27 is my favorite number. And I didn't, when you start looking at that now, you know, oh, what a coincidence, but yeah. it was just weird how yeah. that kind of started like that. And so I'm like, okay, God, I don't understand, but yeah, it was just, it was just incredible. And we grew in that house. We outgrew the house, went to a school, wow. went to another school, went to the movie theater wow. and, and here we go. And we didn't even know how to plan a church. We, we yeah. were just kind of going by faith. And sure. so that's what we did. All right. Let's talk about it. So you got the yes. first 10 years yes, sir. at Church LV, the second 10 years at Church LV. Let's talk about those first 10 years. What are some of the leadership ingredients that I remember a time where, Church LV was maybe the fastest growing church yes. in America. Yeah, let's we, talk about it. Yeah, so, so, so yeah, so the first ten years, um, actually the first five years, we exploded. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, yeah, I mean, people said that we were, you know, one of the fastest growing churches in America, and that's all cool. And but it was just a, it was just hanging on for dear life. You know, mm -hmm. you go from you know, a few, few people, and now you're running thousands of people. Right. You don't even know what you're doing. I think for the first five years, I think the leadership lesson that I had was step out in faith and just do. It was almost like I was too naive to think what could go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. I just like, okay, God said, start a Easter egg hunt, right? So we right. did our first Easter egg hunt. And that thing grew in the first five years. It grew into five stadiums with 17,000 people coming to our Easter egg hunts wow. with over a million Easter eggs and candy. And, you know, and, wow. and people are coming out like, like, so what's my leadership lesson? 
man, just like, okay, I think God's saying do this. Let's go, go right? It. Just go for it. Yeah. And it, was, it wasn't a reckless abandon. It was more like a faith that says, Let's just do it, right? And let's just go out there, throw your nets into the into the deep, right? Right. Just do it. And I think for those five years, it was nonstop. There was honestly nothing that we did did not work. Wow. Finance was coming in. People were coming in. I mean, it was just unbelievable, right? right. And then, that's 2003, 2008, then the Great Recession hit. Right. And then the next five years would turn into the most painful years of my life mm. and it was just rough i mean we went in 2008 to about 2012 2013 we went through the toughest season the, so the second part of this the next five years was to endure pain yeah you know go through valleys and so good. you know my friend wrote a book sam chan on on leadership pain mm-hmm. and craig rochelle's talked about leadership pain and you will only rise right. to the level of your leadership uh, right. to your to your pain right. capability right yep. and that was the, that leadership lesson is pain is not optional but misery is so i mean you're talking about now we have to go through a banking situation my father lost his battle to cancer wow graduated right wow. my wife we we have three kids mm-hmm. two of them are in heaven uh, so we have five, but two miscarriage. My wife almost dies in the second miscarriage. Wow. Then my father, after my father-in-law dies, uh, nine weeks, six weeks after that, he has a massive heart attack and has a nine-way bypass surgery. Okay. Incredible. Jeez. Okay. So, so Man, you, you, you go, storm. you go to, yeah, it's a storm. Like, like, what do you do? Hayden, when you go from the highest height to the lowest low. And that was the moment where I'm like, Wow. God, I mean, here's how to say it. When you have this success that we were having, it was almost like I, I, I was dependent on God, but I was dependent on momentum. Whoa. And the momentum was just taking us. Yeah. And then I'm like, no momentum. Who things are getting tough. And so it's almost like I revisited the lesson again. God, I need you. I need you. I need you. This is too big. Mm. This is too hard. Wow, God, I don't know what's happening. And in that, we we learned the lesson and we wrote a book on it more, Disco- Discovering the God of More When Life Gives You Less, that God is really enough. Wow, that's so good. Does that make sense? Yeah. God is really enough when you go through what we went through. So those first 10 years, five years, incredible joy. <laughs> yeah. Five years, incredible pain, pain. right? Wow. And fastest growing church in America to not only leveling off, but actually decreasing because mm-hmm. everything that we went through, right? Right. And so that was a tough, tough season when I look back at it, but it was a season that was needed. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes sense. Yeah. I hear you saying how when it comes to leveling up in your leadership yeah we can't always pick the season Mm -mm. but we but we still got to keep leveling up yes in the season where the momentum is high incredible joy incredible growth keep leveling up yes yes and when you when that's opposite 
and the pain is next level and the momentum stops and you're trying to figure out what is happening. 100%. I love the fact that we're not on this podcast saying, and that's when I gave up. <laughs> yeah. But instead you're saying, that's when I pressed back into the lesson. Yes. The God dependence. Yes. I continued to grow. Yeah. I continued to listen. I continued to, to persevere through the pain. Like you're pressing through the mud. Come on, right? <laughs> well, the, the, that's a great lesson, right? Is endurance. Endurance. There right? It is. Perseverance. Yeah. Right? And that's a biblical trait. That is. We don't really have to talk about that. Right. But there is something that happens when you just say, by the grace of God, yeah. I'm going to persevere through this thing. In fact, in St. Corinthians, it became one of my scriptures I went to. Mm. And it says this. Paul says, you know, I want you to know, dear brothers, that we went through all this situation. And he says, as a result of all this, I thought I was about to die. New Living Translation. Yeah. And he says, but what I did is I, I thought I was about to die. But what I did is I began to put my trust and faith in God again. Right. And, and it says he delivered me once and he'll deliver me again right. and again. And here's the great apostle Paul saying he almost wanted yeah. to die. Right. But what's the lesson? I learned again. Right. To look to him who raised the dead. I looked to him. And if he did it once, he's going to do it again. Mm -hmm. In those five years. Yeah. You know, you just learn to persevere. You learn to, OK, God, you wow. called me. And until you move me, I'm not going to go anywhere. Wow. And one thing that comes to mind, which transitions into the next 10 years, yes, yes, right? Absolutely. That's so we're, we're going through the storm and all of a sudden it's like, okay, God, we made it through the storm. And there's a whole miracle stories about how God did incredible things from us, from God providing resources from us, from people that I've never met before. Wow. And, um, but I said, God, you've given me this dream to, to pastor in Las Vegas and to raise up a good church. And I had this massive dream, right? And the Lord spoke this to me. And he said this to me, he said, Benny, he said, a God dream, if it's really a God dream, will never be fulfilled in your lifetime, but in your lifeline. Whoa. Hold on a second. That is crazy. So, so I say it because I think people need to hear this on this podcast yeah, because if we're not careful, do it. we think a dream is something that could be fulfilled. And as long as I'm alive, I'm going to see this dream fulfilled. But if it's a real God dream, a God dream will not be fulfilled in your lifetime, mm. Benny Perez. Yeah. But in your lifeline. In your lifeline. So where's the biblical narrative for that? Abraham, you're going to be a father of many nations. Right. It was a massive God dream. Well, sure. we know how many, right. how many kids he had. Right. Wasn't, wasn't a plethora of them. No. Nah, right? Wasn't. No. But... Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, Jacob, a true God dream. And I, I've learned this, these, 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 is the lifeline. So good. It's legacy. Is what am I building for the glory of God? Right. And if it's a God dream, it has to be bigger than what I could do in my lifetime. Yes. Because it's through yeah. my lifeline. It's through my spiritual sons and daughters. It's through my natural sons Man. and daughter. What a revelation. And I'm learning that. Yeah. That's what I'm learning in these last it's 10 bigger years. Than me. It's bigger than me. Hmm. what would it look like if we actually say this is bigger than me? Yeah. Then it's not just about me. It's right. not what just I want. Right. So God, Church LV, that's what I pastor. You pastor Walk Church. Yeah. There's great churches in the valley, right? Sure. We all have our assignment. We all have our field, right? But we're kingdom people. Okay, God, what, hmm. what, what am I supposed to do? What legacy am I going to leave in the Las Vegas Valley? What's the God dream that's so big that it's going to be fulfilled 
when I breathe my last breath and it's going to keep going. Yeah. And I've learned that I can't be so self-centered, so concerned about me. Yeah. God, it's all about you. Yes. And what you want to do through this unique calling called Church LV. And so to be quite honest, from about 2014 to to now, 2000, what is it? Whatever, 2023. I mean, we've actually hit a good season again, and we're like this again. Wow. And God's doing some incredible things again. Mm. And, you know, it's it's like, okay, we're on this side of it. Yeah. And what is it? Perseverance. Endurance. So God true. dependence. So true. Go back to building that foundation. Yeah. Right? And right. And Benny, it's a God dream. So guess what? Run your part of this race. Yep. And then pass it on to whoever is next for at least Church LV. Man, I love it. Yeah. Not in your lifetime, but in your lifeline. In your lifeline. Wow. In your lifeline. Hey, that's is it is it Moses and Joshua? Josh, exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean it it it's Jesus in a way saying, Hey, greater things. Yes, sir. I'm I'm behold, I'll be with you. Yes, sir. Um, Paul, Timothy. Yes. It, it's always bigger. Well, it, it always has to level up. It has to level. It Ooh. always has to level up. Hold on a second. It's got to level up. It's got to level. He, you know what I've learned? He, here's here's the crazy thing. Because I'm going to use this illustration, right? So if, if I'm raising up leaders that are, that are almost as good as me. Yeah. Yeah. And they raise up leaders that are almost as good as them. And they raise the leaders are almost as good as them. They're not leveling up; they're leveling down. Wow! Hold on. So, a so, so now I the lesson I've learned is, I need to raise up leaders that are better than me, greater than me, more anointed than this me. This is wild. Can preach better, can do things better, can. But here's the crazy thing: if you're insecure, you don't want the person to be quite as good as me. Man, this is and, wild. And so what happens is you level down. Yeah. And we look when we look and go, what happened these last 15 years? Well, you were leveling down and you didn't notice it because it was so incremental mm. that after 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, you're like, hey, what happened? Wow. Why is there a gap? Instead of saying, I'm going to level up. Yes. Because it's not about me. It's about my life, my life line. Right. So I'll give you an example. Give you know him. Michael Altak. Inc- insane. Insane communicator. Yes. Hands down. Yep. In my opinion, one of the best communicators that I know of. Absolutely. Okay. Yep. But guess what? Yep. I'm his coach. That's right. And as a coach, I need him to level up. That's right. I mentor him. I help him. I, and so, so I could talk about different leaders we've raised up. Yeah. Yeah. That are leveled up. And so I've done Beautiful. my job. Beautiful. Yeah. I'm going to use a very personal one with you. Yeah. I was a chaplain for a professional organization. I don't know if you say it on the podcast or not. Right? For it, yeah. For the Raiders. Yeah. Right? I, I I played my part. That's right. Right? Man. And so I went there. Right? So and so good. I had an assignment. But my assignment was, I'm not going to be the Raiders chaplain for life. Yeah. I'm not, I need to do what I'm going to do. And whoever they bring in, I want to create a place where they're going to level up. This is so that good. That they're going to yeah. go to the next level. Now, I know that's happened. Because of what's happening with you. Wow. Now you have greater access than I ever had. Now you have access Amazing. with the team that 
I really didn't have that access. So what I did was, okay, God, I'm going to do my part. And my prayer, hmm. remember you called me. I, I remember did. you called me. Yeah. I, and I, I said this, you are the right man for the job. So good, PB. Because I knew that I knew you were going to level up. This is a wild word. And you were going to do things that, listen. You prayed it. Benny Perez could not do. Wow. And that's okay. And if we could be okay with being okay. Mm. I know my role. Hey, I'm going to come off the bench, give you 10 points. That's good. Pull down a few rebounds. Yeah. It's all good. If I know my role, then I'm okay. Wow. And let everybody else level up to whatever they want. And so here's my greatest, my greatest, and I feel so good and so, so proud about this, is that we have raised up incredible worship leaders, Facts. preachers, Facts. teachers. Facts. We believe in women and men ministering. Yep. And we've seen women flourish, Gia, yeah. other women, young women flourishing Crushing. in their callings, in their gifts. I'm telling you what, listen, I know people are listening to this podcast. You need to not just subscribe to this podcast. You need to start telling people, listen, listen to me right now. Come you on, need to start to telling people to start getting to this podcast. You want to know why? None of us want to live life average. You weren't created to live life average. You weren't created just to be like everybody else. I often say this. You were created an original. Don't die a copy. Don't die a copy. You are an original blueprint from God himself. And God's plan for you is, listen, I give you these talents, these gifts, but it's your responsibility to hone those, to grow those, to level up. So how do I do that, Benny? How do I do that? By being a part of conversations that will challenge you to level up. Great. And that's why when he asked me, when he asked me, I want to come. Absolutely, 100%. Yeah. You want to know why? Because this man is not just having a podcast called Level Up. He's living it. Mm. And that's why I'm so happy because everything I see in your life, wow. you're leveling up. Wow. As a husband, yeah. you're leveling up. As a father, I yeah. watch you on social media. I watch you with your, your kids shooting baskets in the backyard. To, you know. I show you that. And I just want to say, as an older leader, I'm proud of you. Because you are leveling up, not just in ministry, but in family, in marriage, and as a father. And that's why I'm so excited for what God is doing in your life, through your life. And I'm honored that I was a part, to be a part of this today. A hundred percent. Wow. Thank you for that. (laughs) Thank you for that mic drop right there. Uh, I receive it. I'm humbled by the encouragement, the words. I'm honored. Um, It's been fun. And it's been empowering just mm. to follow the hand of God on Church LV, the ministry. I've, when I first got saved, I was in Harrisonburg, Virginia mm-hmm. at James Madison University. I went to an FCA to get the free pizza. God used that yes, sir. to open my eyes to the gospel. Yes, and sir. I put my faith in Christ and just started to go into all types of different churches. Yes, sir. If I got invited, I was there. Sure. I remember going to a church one night. And I know that there were even churches in Vegas. I'd never been to a church. I, if someone said, give me a church name in Las Vegas. I yes, said, sir. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm still there in Virginia. I go to this church. Now, I wish I'd know the brother's name. I'm going to find it one day. He shows up. He goes, guys, pray for me. I'm ministering in Las Vegas this Friday night at a church called Church LV. I wrote it down in my notes. And, um, I, and then he was gone. That was it. Wow. And uh, I, I told Nina... My friend at the time, before she was my wife, <laughs> yeah. I had just started sharing about my faith with her. I said, "Here's what mm. this is what you got to do. There's a church somewhere in Las Vegas called Church LV. 
is this guy speaking? Get connected, mm-hmm. figure it out. And she went. Yeah. And then when I finally got home for the summer, I went and, um, you know, was blown away by what God was doing. Mm-hmm. And that was 2008. Wow. That was part of, that was part of the, that was part of the pain. Yeah, sorry, the part, that was that was part of starting the pain at the, that was, at the beginning I, of it. I showed up in the pain. <laughs> I thought it was, you know, and it was amazing. That wild, it was wild. Yeah. So God's even doing more. Yeah. Even yeah. when we're in pain, even when we're like, "What is happening?" The Lord's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm actually, I'm actually using this." Yeah. Yeah. To speak to people you don't even know. Yeah, and I'd say this to you. You know, um, pain Amen. could uh, an acronym, not an acronym, but a biblical term could be pruning so god got listen god's only doing god's always doing two things he's either pruning or he's cutting away wow pruning is for growth cutting away is that's not good for you that's yes. not you know what i'm saying so mm. so through all that he was he was cutting away some stuff and he was pruning why does he prune so it could bear more fruit, fruit right yeah. so i understood that lesson right okay god you're going to help me bear something good is gonna there's gonna be more fruit more. out of this i love it and so I knew that. He's and so I didn't even know you were there in 2008, bro. Come on. That's right when I became. I mean, the future Raiders chaplain That's was right. there in 2008. Hey, a lot of pruning, a lot of sharpening, a <laughs> yes, lot of sir. growth, a lot of uh, uh, confession and struggle and mm-hmm. getting back and leveling up each season. Yes, sir. Don't don't quit. If you're here, you got more leveling up to do. 100%. Here's what I caught as we close. Um those Seattle years, God dependence yes, sir. was the recipe. Focusing in on his, pre- I think you said it like this, pressing into his presence yes, sir. was what led you to the next step. Yes, sir. Ultimately, it led you to the city of Las Vegas. You were in agreement with your wife. <laughs> yes, sir. And that led to the beginning of Church LV. The first five years was incredible joy. Yes. And it was incredible faith. Mm-hmm. Because you were saying yes to whatever the Lord said. Exactly. That may not always be the season because it led you right into a storm. Yes, sir. Is it ever interesting to you that, like in Matthew 14, before Jesus walks on water, it says that Jesus sent them right into the storm? Exactly. So sometimes it's actually Jesus sending you into the storm yeah. to recreate the God dependence. 100%. Where, where are you, Lord? 100%. You know, and you, I love how you, I love something unlocked for me when you said, I had to learn the lesson again. I had to learn the lesson again. Wow. Because here's the thing. Success is a seducer sometimes. Ooh. Right? It is. So I had to learn the lesson again. Right. What got you successful was God dependence. That's so good. And you level up by going really down going on down, your yeah. knees and yeah. saying, okay, God, I'm Do dying. Again. Here I am again. Mm. Interesting you said this, and I know I know we're probably going overtime, but I just felt something so for you because so you, you used about the storm, right? And and there's many storms, but the one storm was, was you know, Jesus comes walking on the water, right? right? And the storm is going crazy. And hey, if it's you, Jesus, Peter says, let me, bid me out into the water. Yeah. And so he goes out water. We know the story, right? And he's sinking. But here's the crazy thing. What was over Peter's head was already under Jesus' feet. Whoa. Hold on, say it again. What was over Peter's head... The water was under Jesus' feet. Mm. So when we feel like, God, what's going on? Just remember, what's over your head is always under his feet. He's on top of it. He's on top of it. He's already over it. He's leveled up. He's going to bring you up. Exactly. 100%. But what did he have to do? He had to turn to Jesus and say, Jesus. And what did Jesus do? Immediately. Immediately. 
Come he, on up here. And he brought him up. Mm. He leveled him up, right? Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So good. Well, this has been <laughs> such a fresh time, inspiring, encouraging. Close, closing word. I know we've already had so many good yes, moments. Sir. I just want to say, okay, what's next? Now that you've crossed that 20, I was the 20-yard line, 20-year line, um, and I know you said uh, lifeline. I know that that's mm-hmm. part of this answer, I'm sure. But, hey, you're still, you, you still got more juice, more gas in the tank. I, I got a little bit more you juice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so just maybe uh, a word of faith about the next season from what at least the Lord's given you at this point. How are you leveling up going into the next season? Yeah, so... Um, you know, I, I would just yeah. encourage everybody. For us, um, you know, we just done twenty years, and here's what the, our next season is: to better equip, encourage, and and really send out mm. quality young leaders. Wow! And so it's the it's the right. principle of multiplication. Yeah, I can do a lot of things myself, but I could do more with others involved. So really, the next ten years. For us is we really want to, you know, increase our ministry school, which we have, mm. and really equip more young leaders, which we have, and and launch them out where they want to start churches or locations or whatever. So it's really Amazing. transferring all that I have learned into the next generation. So wherever you're at right now, yep. here's the prayer. Here's the prayer to ask God. God, what are you calling me to level up in? For me, it's to equip and train mm. other leaders. Thank you, Lord. Uh, maybe it's for you. To find a mentor that could help level you up. If you need, if you're looking to start a church, I mean, send network. I mean, sure. you got to find somebody. But for us right now, it's that God, you're t- calling calling us to level up in our leadership to others. That's amazing. And so, I just want to encourage everybody right now. There's God's calling you to do something, right? And, and and you need to say, okay, God, what's my next level that you're calling me to do? And don't get concerned about anybody else's thing. Right. Stay in your lane. Do what God's called you to do because every one of us, he's calling us to go to another level. I love it. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Wow. Equipping yes. and sending. Yes. Equipping, encouraging, and sending. And encouraging. Yes, don't, don't miss that. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes, Man, well, I just want to say, hey, this has been an incredible podcast. Uh, I've learned a ton. I'm going to have to go revisit a lot of this and just jot some notes down. Uh, I feel like I've been in a whole session on leadership and encouragement and faith. And I think the reason why I can believe Pastor Benny when he says, here's what you should do is because you've lived it. You're not encouraging any leaders to do something you haven't been doing first. And you can look back and say, here's the fruit um, that followed my faith. Mm. So I love that right there. I hope that you're encouraged. Again, let us know how God's speaking to you through this podcast. And um, if you ever want to hear any more content, uh, check out Church LV on YouTube or on their website, IG. At Benny Perez. Um, at Benny Perez. Uh, let them know how God used this podcast to uh, to help level you up. Thanks again for joining us today. Peace.